get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach, Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Good morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. St. Lady Nana Coleman Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't done this already, go ahead and share the call with others. They can dial in at 602-753-1848 or Listen online with your smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com forward slash success with Nicola. If you haven't done this already, um, make sure you download the the podcast, Power Start Your Day. You can listen to it at any given time, uh, including, you know, over the weekends where we may not be live. And so I want you to have this pocket coach, especially something like this series here on how to focus on your bright future, and don't look back. Don't look back. Don't allow your past or don't allow people, places, or things to pull you back away from where God is calling you. We're going to talk today about the importance of mentorship, and we have um, a scripture, Hebrews 13 and 7. I want you to go ahead and put a pen there, and we're going to also refer to 2 Timothy 2 and 2 as well. Um, I believe that uh, many people are just not where they are, where they should be, because they want to be comfortable, and even including their crew. Your crew makes you comfortable. That's why you're not leveling up. I said it. Forget about what I say. Let's make sure and see what God says about it. Let's go to the Lord together. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today. Because today is the day you made, and we're glad, we're joyous, we're here in the land of the living. Dear Lord, each and every day we're saying this, our prayer to you of being grateful for your grace and your mercy. And just to think that the grace that you've given us has given us sufficiency. So often we feel that we're not enough. What fools are we to think that when you made us in the likeness of your image and you have no respect of person? Today, on this day, as we're going into the houses, not the physical houses, but inside of the minds, the bodies and the souls of your people to help them understand that their future is forward, and that should be their focus, but it's all in what they do now. So let's quicken their spirit not to be slothful and to work as if the days are evil because they are. And although you don't live in time, you did create time for us. So as we're mindful of you, let us be mindful of the time and make best use of it to move toward the assignment that you've called us to. We're going out to do great exploits in your name, but let us be careful to acknowledge you in all of our ways. We're thankful, Father God, that we're bringing forth our gifts, 
that will make room before God and man to help us do amazing things just to elevate your kingdom. And we know when we elevate the kingdom, we'll dominate here in the earth, just as you've told us so. So as we're walking in this authority, let us be mindful to operate with your Holy Spirit that will teach, guide, direct, and correct us and put us on the path that you've made straight. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, or good afternoon or good day, wherever or whenever you're listening to this. And I want us to hop in and and I want you to understand that as you are focusing on your future, uh, spending time with people who their now is your future is so important. I've shared so many stories of the mentors I've had in my life and well, God continued to send me teachers after his own heart. I want you to go to the book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 7. And I want to read this from the English Standard Version for you because I want you to be extremely clear that if your crew makes you comfortable, that means that that environment is not future-focused. And so Hebrews 13 and 7 reads as such. Remember your leaders, those who spoke the word of God. So it identifies who should be your leaders. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. It gave you specifics of you to remember your leaders because obviously people will get amnesia to those who may have created a way or have given them the seeds or planted those seeds in them so that they can flourish and bloom. The ones who spoke the word of God to put you on track with his word. I know that many people don't like the word of God because they're, they're focusing on the correction versus the benefit of the correction. And when you see people who not only speak, but they live the word of God, you want to consider the outcome of their way of life. We're not talking about only them making big money, big cash, whatever, but we're talking about even how they handle the hard times because you got to imitate their faith on how they keep working even throughout. When most people sabotage their future, it's because they are caught in their present and they don't have people around them on a regular basis saying, this is what it takes. That habit you have is hurting you, not helping you. That thought process you have is wrong, not right. 
These are the things that people are like, ah, I don't like that. They don't like to be vaccinated or inoculated with the truth. But I want you to think about something here. When you now can say, I've been programmed, acknowledge that I've been programmed really to lose. I have been programmed to lose, not to win. And programming comes from consistent contact with. Consistent contact with. Why would I, why would I say that? If it's future focus and if your, your crew literally don't talk positive about people who do better than them or don't talk positive about doing better and, and, and don't even correct you when you get into your thinking thinking. I'm not telling you to ditch them, but I'm telling you you need to get some new crew. I've only grown by people who stretch me. I love to go to places where I am the smallest knife in the drawer. And I edify that. There's some people who are so afraid to edify the very people who either inspired them or helped them grow. More than likely, because of the programming of the crew you with. I am telling you this, and I want you to remember this. This might not be fiery for you. This might not stir your belly, but it better up-level your mind and your thinking because your thoughts become things. To think that when we think evil thoughts towards someone doing better than us, to think that's going to affect them. No, it affects the thinker. Now, I want us to hit up 2 Timothy 2 and 2 because Timothy had become a mentee of the Apostle Paul. Now, the thing about it is that people forget that the Apostle Paul was first the notorious Saul. So he know both sides. And he now begins to write letters to Timothy about the church, about people, about the multitudes, about the team, about the people who thought they were in it to win it, thought they were doing right, and, and, and letting them know, like, look, the things that they're doing, it, it's not a hundred, the way God says, and they obviously didn't want to hear it. There's nothing new under the sun. King Solomon tells us that. There's nothing new under the sun. So when you have even our industry of network marketing or our industry of business, where you have people who are still operating like they're um, at the water cooler conversation at their job where they're pulling down their boss and then eventually they start pulling down their leader, the same one who helped them. I want you to know something. Listen to what 2 Timothy 2 and 2 says. They get amnesia now and I don't want this to happen to you because this is the primary way to lose. I'm not saying that you won't 
have success in your business, but when you lose valuable people in your life that was focused on your bright future, you will need that. The thing is, is that the five closest people you rock with, eventually you're going to become them. So you got to balance it out and always have a crew that's on an upper level than you and spend time with them. Most people are intimidated with spending time with those people if they allow you. Because see, one thing about the upper crew, they know what time it is because they've been there at the bottom. So they know what time it is. They know what happens at the bottom, but they figured out how to get to the top. Think about that for a moment. And not by imitating others, by imitating the faith of someone else who's gone ahead of them. Like I have, when I talk about my DC Cordova, I talk about, um, you know, Dr. Monroe, I talk about my mom. Most people think, and this is the craziest thing in America, that you think your value is only indicative of the dollars you make. But if you are not doing things for God, it won't last. Or turmoil is within it. You go and do your research on some of the wealthiest families, and they might have the cash, but a lot of them don't even have their right mind. So 2 Timothy 2 and 2, if you want to focus on your future and don't look back, you better be looking up. Let's think about what 2 Timothy 2 and 2 says. And it's crazy because when I remember the day that Dr. Monroe said to me, God told me you're my daughter in the spirit and I pray that you have every Thing that I have. One of the things I saw is that he chose his crew wisely and he didn't have a problem excusing himself the moment someone showed that they were not God-centered or future-minded. Second Timothy 2 and 2 says, and what you've heard from me in the presence of my witnesses entrust to faithful men who will, who will be able to teach others also. Yes, I look to and fro to see who's making deposits into people with the same energy that I've made deposits to say, look, I'll give you more of the secrets that God has shown me about success only if you're deposited into others. But if you're only coming to the table to eat, never with anything in your hand. This is why I provoke you to go out there and be fishers of men and women because the only way you're going to make impact is if you teach others also. If you show others also. If you help others also. We're sitting twiddling our thumbs 
like the days are not evil. Why do we do this? Because we're not aware of who we are. And when you're not aware of who you really are, self-worth is decreased, depleted. And then when you don't think you're worth anything, all you want to do is imitate, not the faith of others. You want to imitate others. And now that imitation, when you realize, oh my gosh, no matter what I do, I'll never be that person. Hello. It's a waste of time. Be you. All the way 100, that's the best place there's no competition is when you are being you because the only person you can compete with is you. Don't get intimidated by people who are more successful. Let them inspire you. And don't avoid spending time with people who call you out on your stuff. I see sometimes People are in the industry and they're doing something they've never done before and someone who's been there is telling them how it's done and they're doubting it. Imagine the same way we doubt God when he says, what good is a man or woman who gains the whole world and loses soul? Imagine, we'd even doubt that. Don't do it to yourself. Your self-worth is critical to your growth and process, and where do you find your self-worth when you've been beaten down, torn down, whatever, and mentors. Sometimes the mentors, my first mentor, my first mentor was my grandma. I didn't know she was being my mentor, but she was my first example of a woman who loved God so much, did not compromise, was not trying to keep up. As a matter of fact, my grandma didn't even go to church, and the church was across the street, but she prayed three times a day and taught her, chil- taught her children and grandchildren Sunday school through the Bible. I saw her open up her door, 6 a.m., didn't lock it till 11 p.m., feeding and helping people. And you know a tree by the fruited bear. But she was feisty now. Jamaicans would call it feisty. She was very feisty. She was loving, but you better not be trying to get out of line because she going to give it to you with love. Then when I begin to think about that and I say, wow, the first thing I ever saw her opening up was the Bible every day. I go to my mom's house and her Bible is open every day. And then my Bible is open every day. I need you to hear me. You want mentors who know where to go when things get real tough. I want you to understand this, that when you begin to know your self-worth, you will not only just look at your weaknesses trying to catch up with somebody else's. You know what the wealthy people do? They rock with their strength and hire their weaknesses. That's why you got to invest in mentors and coaches so that somebody can tell you, you got this. Oh, you don't have that part? We can find you that part. You want to focus on your bright future and don't look back? 
have new even mentors in my life. One person says, listen, when I hear you, when I see you in person, and when I see you in print, it does not bring out the essence of who you are. Yes, you're powerful, but you're loving. You really care about people that should come across in everything you do. And I said, really? And he said, well, what do you like to do? Who's Nicola when everybody, I'm like, I'm a laughing fool. I'm always laughing because people are funny. Life is funny. Well, why we don't see more pictures with you laughing? And then now when I begin to see some of the things and I'm saying, wow, keep people in your life that are love, love me like, look, you're a billionaire. I said, God told me I'm a billionaire. I know I am. Start looking and acting like it now. Wherever you're trying to go, that person wasn't jealous because they saw the glory of God in me trying to pull me down or hate on me. They're like, no, I want to be a part of that. Let's pull that part out of you. I want to see this happen. Do you have people like that in your life that saw where you were at your lowest point and they bring you up? Go. Somebody who's given you a beacon of light, helping you to level up. Go tell them thank you on today. Every time I would see Dr. Monroe, I would tell him thank you. For he said, thank me. Thank God. And knowing that when he left that with me, that every day when he's gone now, I thank God. But then I thank God for him. Don't be fake with it because you still don't think you measure up. Be 100. Listen. You decide to accept your shortcomings and bet entirely on your strength. Things will happen. I spoke with a person on yesterday. They said, you're going to be a coach to the world. And I said, it's time. But why? Because sometimes you get comfortable with your crew. I get it. Whether you're just leveling up to your next rank and people never saw you as an entrepreneur before and they're like, girl, you better not lose your job. Dude, what about your benefits? And on the other side, they can't see what you see. Thousands and thousands of people who've done extremely well. They can't even imagine. And that has you, that keep you scared to bet on yourself and work hard in your entrepreneurial opportunity. Or people that ride with you until you start riding high. Oh, 
too rich for my taste. Let them decide that on their own. But you don't believe it. You say, well, maybe I am being a little bit too much. How? Too much for who? For God who owns everything? Couldn't be. They say, oh, they got the money and they changed. They didn't change. If they got ratchet, they were always ratchet. Just the money gave them the confidence to be who they really were. I know a lot of people don't like to hang around me because I can see. But that don't mean nothing. I also see the best in you. Listen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever, whenever you're listening to this episode, do inventory of your crew. Check it out. Review the conversation. They're provoking you to level up. Sometimes you're going to have to put some cash on it to get me be a part of the crew who's really going to help you grow. They're not afraid of your future because they know they're going somewhere too. I love you. God bless you.